Hey, how y'all doing? Hope you and your family are well. Hope you made it through the ice and the snowstorm and the below zero temperatures. And I hope everybody's well. Tonight, the Lord over victory, the Lord of victory over evil. And uh, it said, Jesus as God's son is victorious over all forms of evil. His leadership provides power for our various vigorous living. Today we're going to go to Mark 9, 14 through 29. Now let's go ahead and get into the scripture. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a lot. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about, he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by the Spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. Ask your disciples to drive out the Spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. The deaf, you deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently, and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet. And he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, this kind can only come out by prayer. And I thought there's quite a few lessons in today's scripture. And I thought about Jesus. You know, we think of Jesus and meek and mild. But I like to think about when he ran the money changers and the people out of the temple and turned the tables over. And I thought right here, you know, he's upset with them. You unbelieving generation, how long may I have to stay with you? You know, and... Uh, How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. And the thing about it is, they're having a turf war when he shows up. The lawmakers, you know, that think they know everything about Moses' law, they think they've got a victory here because Jesus' disciples can't get this demon out of this boy, and I guess they were trying. And now they're arguing about that and not even worrying about the boy when Jesus comes up. And Jesus, you know, asked them what they're arguing about. And then Jesus asked, man, how long has he been like this from childhood? 
You know, and you think about it. He must have had a pretty powerful demon. This demon's throwing him in fires. This demon's trying to take his life because he knows, you know, I got a feeling he knew that one day this boy would be used for God's glory if he didn't get him. And, and the thing about it is, though, here comes Jesus on the scene. And, then, and what I like about this, and, I, and last week's lesson, if you got to see it, he said, you know, it was the same thing. It was, it was personal. You know, this week it's if you can. If you can, everything is possible for the one who believes. And if you read it in the King James, it says, if you can believe. And I thought about the different times when, like the little lady that touched the hem of his garment, about Jairus' daughter when he raised her from the dead, you know, just a few weeks ago, and the different ones, he told them their faith is what got them there. Your faith has made you whole. And the thing about it, he goes, if you can believe, if you can believe, not does your neighbor believe or, or, or anybody, if you can believe, this is so personal, our relationship with him. And the thing about it, and immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. And, you know, I struggled with that scripture. I've talked to two or three people about it during the week, and I've read different, different study Bibles and things about what does that mean. And the best I can come up for you and kind of wait what I believe, a lot of us know God can do anything. Or we really believe he can. You know, the Bible says nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. And, uh, and I think we believe God can heal. We believe God can do a lot of things. But how many times do we wonder if he will? You know, and it's like this father. He's brought that boy and them disciples and they couldn't do it. So now I'm going to say a seed's been planted. Well, I think Jesus can do it. I believe he can do it, but will it really happen? And and I think that's something we've got to overcome. We've got to overcome, kind of like the old saying, if you're going to pray for rain, bring an umbrella. If you don't bring an umbrella, then are you really thinking it's going to happen? You know? And here it is. And then Jesus sees a crowd running to the scene. You know, boy, they're just a bunch of people just wanting to see what's going on and all this. And Jesus told the Spirit to come out right then. And how aggravated this Spirit must have been, it threw the boy down. And, and he looked as dead. But Jesus lifted him up, took him by the hand and lifted him up. And the boy was healed. You know, so I believe the Father had to believe. I believe he believed Jesus could do it. And, uh, but like I said, this is so personal. And as I was studying this, I went back to Mark. If you read the first part of chapter 6, when he was at Nazareth, he only healed a few people. And if you'll go back and read them first few verses in chapter 6, it's because of their unbelief. In his own hometown, oh, he's a carpenter's son. It, it says that. You know, they, they just didn't believe he had the spirit to do it. Well, guess what? If we don't believe... It ain't going to happen for sure. So just like he asked this father, I'm going to ask you tonight, do you believe? It's personal, guys. You can call all your neighbors, you can call all your friends and ask them to pray for you, your loved ones, or whatever. But do you believe?
Because you're the one who's got to believe for it to happen.